The writing conference was fabulous, inspiring, informative, revealing. The speakers, ah, oh, so much information. The downside to attending a awesome writer's conference, your brain is exploding. And all you keep thinking of is, I have to do this and I have to do this and I have to do this. Not only is my to-do list a mile long, not an exaggeration. My brain is jammed with must-dos. Now, what's an author to do if everything feels like a priority? Hi, I'm Autumn Bardot. Welcome back to my channel. And if you're a brand new watcher, thank you for watching today. Here you will find quick tips, author tools, and hopefully even a little bit of inspiration. Today, it's all about things to do after a writer's conference. Before we get started, today's show notes are going to be at Club Autumn. That is my Facebook group page. That's where I keep a lot of the notes for easy reference. The conference is done. Now what? Deep breath in, deep breath out. Here are 14 things to do after a writer's conference. Buckle up. Number one, make coffee or tea. A lot of it. I wish they had a Starbucks delivery truck, right? Like the ice cream man. They should have that. Two, take a deep breath. As many as you need. Center yourself. You've got this. Tell yourself, I do not have to do all of this stuff in one day or in one week. Repeat as needed. Number three, gather your notes. There's probably a lot. Scan over your notes, whether they're handwritten notes or on your computer. Here's how I organize, and it's number four. Make an action list for now. Now, right now. Only you can decide what needs to be done now and what can wait. You prioritize. Only you know what you need to do first at whatever stage in the writing process you are at. And only you know what your finances or brain or time can handle. So action list for now. Number five, make an action list for later. Maybe it's author advice or websites or PowerPoints that you downloaded and you're just not ready for, but don't just drop the URL into some random Word document. No, make sure you label it so you know clearly what it is. Number six, make another list for sources, sources that you will always return to. Books, people, websites, URLs, you know, those things that you want to read, watch, reread. If you click on a particular site, say Jane Friedman's site, and you know you're going to use it a lot and refer to a lot, then sign up for the newsletter of any of those sites immediately, not later, immediately. So at least then you will be getting the newsletters. Don't say, oh, I'll come back to that because that never works. Number seven, this works for me best and I have a lot of students and so I'm gonna tell you if you downloaded PowerPoints, my advice is to go back to those PowerPoints and that could be on a later list or a now list depending on where you've placed it and take notes from the PowerPoint. Do a cut and paste into a Word document. 
or you can all just print on the slides, maybe four slides or two slides a page. That might help as well. Because I find, even as a teacher, when my students ask me to put my PowerPoints on my teacher website, they never go back to them because they don't want to sit there and click. So that's why I say either take notes or do that print out function when you have a PowerPoint. That way it's something you can just actually open up and scan at and look at quickly instead of going from slide to slide to slide. Number eight, go back to your now list and give yourself achievable, doable deadlines or short-term goals. That way when you wake up in the morning and you're like, what am I gonna do today? I know I have a lot to do. Just go to your now action list and you can see, ah, I can do this. And some of those tasks will take a half hour and some of those tasks will take much longer. And so when you have an action plan and you kind of know how much time everything is going to take, you can manage that time much more thoroughly. For example, I didn't have a Linktree account and I need one. So I looked at it. I knew it was going to take me max a half hour to, to do that. And I did, and I did it while I was eating breakfast. So that was one thing I crossed off my list right away. Number nine, allow extra learning curve time for new platforms. Everything new you do is going to have a learning curve. And some of it is trickier or more frustrating than others. So allow for that learning curve time. Number 10, friend the folks you met at the writers conference. Go on your phone, find them on Instagram and Twitter and on Facebook or wherever you like TikTok and friend them. Friend as many as you can. You can say, hi, saw you at the writers conference just so they remember. Build up your community, like their stuff comment. Number 11, don't beat yourself up. I confess, I do this all the time. I really do. I can't help myself. <laughs> we all have different skill sets. We all have different amounts of time and different frustration levels. We're all in different places. And sometimes, at least for me, what I want to do on any given day, <sighs> seriously does not match how much time I actually have. Maybe you can relate. Number 12, if you are ready to query, and this goes without saying, but I'm gonna say it anyway, just slow down, take a breath, run your query through a bunch of writer friends who've had successful queries. That's the trick have some writer friends or put on that read aloud function for queries for your summary for your first 10 pages. I know you're super, super excited and you just want to get that query out, but just slow down, double check it. You don't have to get it out the very next day. Don't wait months and months and months, but give yourself time to make sure that query is as good as you can make it. Lucky number 13 tip, don't rush through that now list or your action plan list. A lot of stuff takes time to do. I know we all wanna get it done, but work through it methodically and purposefully. 
That way you don't have to come back and fix everything. Number 14, the last tip. Be kind to yourself after the conference. Our brains are exploding. We have all this stuff that we want to do, all this stuff that we learned. There's a lot of learning curves, as I've said. You're just a one-person show. It will take time and patience. You've got this, or you will get this. So what will I be doing after my writers' conferences? I have a super long list, a now and a later, and also a source list. My lists are on here and also in a Word doc. I'll meet you on the other side. Now, what are you waiting for? Get going! If you haven't already, I would love if you would hit that subscribe and notify button. It helps me get my free content out into the YouTube universe. And I hope you will join me next week when I'm going to finally, because the conference thing I kind of stuck in last minute, finally conclude my series about the writing process. And in this case, it's going to be the third and fourth drafts, do's and don'ts. And remember writers to dream, create, and embrace. Bye-bye.